Welcome to Oakham Bros. I am Eric. And I'm Michael. And we have Alo. Alo, Anthony. A Rock. Welcome back, Anthony. A Rock. It's been a long time. You were E Rock for a very long time. I still am E Rock. Yeah. When I have e to make a username, E Rock 50. Anyone wants to email Eric, it's E Rock 54. AOL.com. Was that your battle tag for Warcraft? No, we were obsessed <laughs> with the movie 54. <laughs> yeah. No, well, actually, my friend Tyler from high school gave me the nickname E Rock. His brother still walks around our town. Yeah. I saw him the other day walking yeah, his, in pitch blackness. His brother was like the <laughs> ultimate townie. Yeah. And still is. Still is. Yeah. But, I doubt Tyler will ever listen to this, but. Who cares? Who cares? Um, join Facebook and be friends with them. I'm on LinkedIn, bro. I'm on LinkedIn, bro. I'm LinkedIn famous. <laughs> Sorry. LinkedIn famous. You are. So we got Anthony Lopretti here, podcast engineer. Lop or as my Siri says, Lopreet. Calling Anthony Lopreet. Yeah, nah. did you know that? Yeah, Siri doesn't know my name at all. Doesn't know your last name. That's what Ke they, Kevin says that too. Wonder if knows Oaken or Ocon. Wonder if, what, if Siri knows. Apparently nobody calls us. Apparently. You have to call fucking everybody. <laughs> so this podcast, very special podcast, we're going to be reviewing the movie Parasite. Harvey put, <laughs> Harvey put up the movie Parasite poster. Now, Anthony, spoilers, I, spoilers ahead. Turn off the speakers. So I think no, 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 we're not we're not reviewing the movie Parasite. If you want us to start reviewing movies, put comments and links down below. Oh, just don't ask Eric. Don't oh wait, <laughs> Michael's the movie. King. Like, subscribe, share. Keep forgetting that. Yeah, like, subscribe, share, please. It uh, apparently it helps. And leave comments down below. That would be appreciated. Thanks, Rob from Toronto. Yes, Rob from Toronto. Second shout out, Rob. We, We're going to be seeing you. This podcast is going to be live during the limo show. We got to talk, Rob. Come to our booth. We have a lot of stuff to discuss. We have to discuss about Toronto. Well, probably when this hits, it's going to be like prime time. Prime time limo show, bro. Prime time limo show. So Anthony has this contraption here. So you're going to be seeing me walk around the limo show. So if you see this, if you're so how does, shy, how does it run work? away. How does it work? Like you're like really a, following us during this thing. I'm really following you. Are you? You're. You really did this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> I thought this was a joke. Anthony's going to follow us everywhere. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This is going to be great, like the real world. I thought you would. So, so basically, we're going to be mounting the camera on the bottom. And the wireless. How are you going to get this through security? It's not a bomb or anything. It's not a Michael. bomb. I just got to take all the batteries out so they don't think I'm going to blow up the plane. But I'm good. Don't I'm going to put that. it in a Vinny's bag. Don't say that on our podcast. <laughs> We're in the freaking travel industry. <laughs> going to put on the Vinny's. So we have a. Is that wireless? This or? is the wireless that's going to go on your hip or your belt or your pocket, and then this goes on and your then shirt. This goes on the shirt. I swear, I thought you were joking. No, no, no. I thought you were like, Anthony's coming to Vegas. I emailed. I, I was text. I was. Uh, was I texting with you or I was call? I was speaking. I kept with on you on pressing the phone. you though. I was like, Yo, we should do a podcast in Vegas. Yeah. I and thought then, and I would like, have liked have to have an idea. I would have liked to have put like this setup at our booth. Well, we're gonna have wireless microphones that we can hand the guests, and oh, okay. then and then we're gonna have our microphones that are just going to be attached to our shirts this has never been done and then if you go to the show. bag there's actually the handheld so we could show the people let's let's show everyone how we hook it up <laughs> what is that you have a boom mic i got a boom mic and i got uh, somewhere in there you'll see the singing mic whose idea was this it was mine and Eric, and then Eric. And well, you it. said to Eric that we should we should follow you with the limo and show. Put it down next to you. God so this damn. is this is the bag. This is the bag where everything's gonna go. So please don't steal anything. This is the mic for the interviews. So Mike or Eric or me will pass this 
around <laughs> and basically you talk through it. Sex with furniture. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? You don't, guys, sex with furniture. What do you think? Spatula City. Come on. Harvey, put it up. UHF with Weird Al Yankovic. You don't remember that? No. Where he's in the audience, he's like, sex with furniture. What do you think? <laughs> That's what we have to say to the limo guys. <laughs> and then just catch walk, them completely off. Do like a Billy Eichner thing. Yeah. You know? So, as you can see, we have fun with it. And Jesus Christ, you guys went all out? Yeah. I, 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 but we're going to be at the booth. We're going to be at our party. Yeah. And, uh, which is, which is going to be happening I don't want to turn this on. It's probably going to be like, you know, a high-pitched squealing e sound. Anthony, take this back. Just put it down. Yeah, just put it down. Parasite. So, <laughs> what did you think? Did it deserve it or not? <laughs> I was in shock when I was oh, watching the Oscars. God. I didn't even know that movie existed. No, Parasite? No, it was, it, was great. it was great. And it deserved it, too. The best part was when... I'm trying to spoil it for Eric. He doesn't I don't, give a shit. I don't, I don't care. You're not going to watch it? No. I'm right, watching, I don't want to do any spoilers. I'm watching, the, I'm watching The Irishman on the airplane, and I'm watching... That's the whole flight. Zombieland, too. Irishman's Irishman was pretty pretty good. Yeah, Irishman's don't, the whole don't tell me. I mean, I know what happens, but I, I like Jimmy I Hoffa wanna... dies. <laughs> <laughs> Those actors have seen better days. I think it's about time Scorsese little... finds new actors for it his movies. Well, listen, he's all with Leo and everything, but like he's was coming a... out with a, a western that based in the 1920s, and it's going to be Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Yeah, and I think it's called like the Flower Moon, like Howling at the Flower Moon or something. Did... No, no, I I I saw the. I don't want to tell you where I saw the production, but I saw the name of the production. Yeah. Did, did you see him like passed out during the Oscars when Eminem came out and <laughs> De Niro? No, Scorsese was like really. He was sleeping. I mean, it did, I, I, I it can't believe win. you did. They didn't win. It didn't look. I thought Once Upon a Hollywood, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was going to win hands down. That was I. I watched that twice in the past two weeks. I absolutely love that and movie. When they said oh, Parasite, Kill Killers I was like, of the Whoa. Killers of the Flower Moon. That movie. It looks like it's going to be great. And who's yeah. in it? Uh, Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio. What studio? I don't know. Yeah. Irishman was great. Um, it's, it's To me, it was more like a one and done, where like Casino, you could watch every time. Goodfellas, you could watch every time. Irishman, because you have to find it on Netflix to watch it. It's never going to be on regular TV. Right. Um, you're going to like it. It's, it's a no, great I'm movie. I'm sure I will. The, I thought it was distracting the, at their faces when they like made them younger. I thought that was like a little distracting. Did you see like the, when they showed the video of actually when they were filming it, how they really looked? And then no. when the camera took it no. to the next level, it was amazing. Was it really? Yeah. I have uh, Zombieland, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Z I have, Zombieland I have, 2, Ford I have, versus Ferrari. I have Ford versus Ferrari. Too. And I want to watch Jojo Rabbit. Whenever you watch Zombieland? Because I, I was going to rent it. I watched the first Zombieland. It was great. I didn't see Double Tap yet. Whenever I travel, I always do uh, one iTunes movie and one Netflix movie. Right. And then I'll I'll put in like some uh, some like shows if like I have a half hour left in the flight or something like that. Yep. Where I'll you know I'll do like comedians and cars getting coffee or some like series or something like that. That's like non-committal. Like I don't want any cliffhangers. So it'll just be like some documentary comedy type style show. Same. Same. I have Dolomite is my name. I have that poster over there. Yeah. I have that as my go-to for when like there's nothing on that I don't feel like watching. Did you see Dolomite is my name? No, I didn't. Uh, Anthony, that is mandatory. It's on Netflix, right? Mandatory. They own like everything. <laughs> they, they, they snubbed Eddie Murphy. It's one of the funniest movies. But it's it's um it's a it's a movie about overcoming all odds. It's like what this podcast is. It's like right. what BLS is. It's about overcoming. It's about what me writing the books are. It's all about overcoming. You know, well, that's every great story. Every, like this guy, he 
he like was a nobody. I don't want to spoil it, but like he was taking homeless people's dialogue and putting it into his comedy act, and he became this icon of Dolomite. You got to watch it's it. It's on Netflix, though, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Mandatory view. Download it. Eddie Murphy should have been nominated. He was excellent. Yeah. They, they, but they snubbed him twice. They snubbed him for Dream Girls. Dream Girls. And yep. they snubbed him for this. Jennifer Hudson won for Dream Girls, rightfully so. But I, the Academy doesn't like comedians. I heard Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems was unbelievable. Right. And they snubbed him completely. He made a funny ass speech at the Independent Spirit Awards, where he, he like, in the Independent Spirit Awards to like the nerds of the school. Mm -hmm. And like the cool kids are all going to the Oscars, but at least he's the king of the nerds or something like that. Um, but uh yeah that was you got to watch it but yeah no i have um i have a few good movies and comedians and cars getting coffee just that's my standby for the last half hour of the flight right if it's yeah. a long flight i usually go to lord of the rings because it's like five hours long. <laughs> i haven't had the need to i haven't had the need to do that um or end game because end game is i have uh, on standby is end game django unchained yep uh there will be blood um not end game uh infinity war I don't like it. Have you seen um, There Will Be Blood? No, I have Mandatory what viewing. What is this? Mandatory viewing. Kevin, our CFO, we've I been telling him for like five years. He hasn't seen Avatar. He hasn't seen Avatar. No. And like, yes, he is blind. But like, <laughs> you can still watch the fucking movie. Yeah. No, he enjoys it in his own way. But, you know. There Will Be Blood is my favorite movie of all time. Favorite You've never seen it? Well, I've been getting into movies every week with my wife. So this there weekend, she be. picked Casablanca, which was yes. phenomenal. Phenomenal. Eric, yeah. you've never seen Casablanca, right? That was a great movie. I have no desire to see Casablanca. <laughs> Eric doesn't want to see Fucking personality. I want to see what I want to see. Leave me alone. Everyone's, dad says, Mr. Personality. Everyone's got their own. What do you think about how your personality has evolved over the years? Because when when... When a client would call the the house when Eric was a little boy. Hi. Hi. Hi, Eric. This is Tom Hanks. Is your mommy home? <laughs> yeah, hold on. <laughs> and literally that happens. But yes. like where I um, when I spoke to Tom I have Hanks, to yeah. uh, you know, this doesn't come naturally to me. I have to work hard towards getting myself out there, putting myself out there. I would be much rather I don't know if I much rather. You can definitely get used to it and you definitely like the attention. And when you get good at it, it feels good that you can hold court. But, you know, this didn't come naturally to me. I was an introvert. Your um, whole life. My, my whole life. I had to pull him out to go to a nightclub. I had to pull him out to go to a I bar. was dispatching when you guys went to nightclubs. You remember that? I would have to send the car with the driver and speak to David. It was even And Vegas, your mom to see Vegas. where you guys were. He would bring his laptop with him to Vegas. He'd sit in a room and play Warcraft. And I would say, Eric, There's Studio nothing. 54 is lenient. We can, I can get you in. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I mean, we have Mr. Warcraft over here. Anthony likes Warcraft. I, I retired. Once retired. you get married, you can't play video games. They're remaking they're, Warcraft. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming out with the... Um, Warcraft Reforged? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I heard it bombed. They were like given refunds. That's how bad it was. Really? Was it like Warcraft 3? That was the greatest game. No, I liked, it Warcraft, I liked Warcraft 2 on AOL. What was the Wisps? Where you, you you could be the elves with the wisp was that, that was two three. or three that was, that three? was three amazing. But what happened with uh, with Blizzard Entertainment is they went commercial, you know, Activision, yeah. and then they fired everybody. Eric and now was ranked no number two in the world. Um, like number four or five at Warcraft two. So yeah. when Michael was going out and partying, 
in Studio 54. Eric was honing his skills. I was. Eric was sending the peons right to your base and just wiping you out. But you know, hold on one second. You played World of Warcraft, which you never I played. I never played World of well, Warcraft. Well, the story with World of Warcraft was one day you guys bought the game, I think. And somehow dad didn't want you to play it. And you sold it to me for like 10 bucks. Really? You sold me the World of Warcraft original game, the first online game that I played. And then that's how I got into World of Warcraft because really? you wanted to play it. And your computer wouldn't run it, or Probably dad didn't like it. Bad. Something was going on. Probably I both. Know. And I saved like thirty bucks. Really? You sold it to me for like ten dollars. You know, one of the first businesses, <laughs> one of the first businesses I ever went into was selling video games in high school. We had this friend named Stewie. Stewie. Right? I don't remember his last name. It was like a his license plate was double eight. Double O. Double O. Double O. Because he was obsessed Big with roulette, roulette. roulette. And uh, I don't remember. His I think he sell. I think he was selling porn videos now. What? I'm not 100 percent wasn't now is <laughs> I don't know I don't know what he's it's all doing happening now. at the same time but, but he kind of back in the day he was um he used to sell video games and he he would get the video games not hot off the truck although I think it was hot off the truck <laughs> what kind of video game like PS1 Any, or anything but so here's the story so when I always had that entrepreneurial mind like I want always want to own a business and you know Eric and I were like prestige worldwide growing up like we would always we were the, with the stepbrothers. Yeah, I kind of remember because you had the jeans. I did, yeah, you had we, something we with jeans. jeans you had me try on jeans. Yeah. Somebody had, had me try on we jeans. Had, uh, we started Great a business memory. called Jeanster. Well, hold on. I'm, let me get to that. Right. Let me get to that. But I started this. <laughs> at, the hottest game in 10th grade was NBA Jam. All right. Oh. Everyone, Harvey, put that up. If you could find like, it was on 1994, 95. It was NBA Jam and like, that's when Shaq was coming that's on. That's when and, the Bugs Bunny movie came out. Space Jam. With, with Space, Space Jam. Space yeah. Jam came out and it was like all. Right. So um, Stewie, who was selling us the car phones for all of our cars. Yes. Right? That's he, how we knew him. He put all the car phones and we were like one of the first companies to have car phones. I had a car phone in my car. You know, mom and right. dad had. And you were too the, young to in drive. The, in the old town cars, it would be in the back by the window. Right. So Stewie sold us these car phones and, and he also had these video games. I also believe he was, in, he was selling porn too, porn videos. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, Harvey, he don't, like, put the, don't put that. Don't put that up. Videos or anything, but um, so oh, yeah. so Stewie's like, you know, he's like, oh man, I just got a whole shipment of NBA Jam in, and this is for Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. This is like for the systems that everyone played, and I'm like, fuck, I'm like, how much would you sell it for me for? He's like, um, I'll sell it to you for like twenty bucks each. You know, I'm like, all right, I got a, I got a pad. I went to Toys R Us when Toys R Us was still a thing. And I went and I, I showed, it showed how much NBA Jam was selling for. It's like, like 50. Pre-order. Pre it was like $59.99, right? So I said, you know what? If, he, if he's going to sell it to me for 20, I'm going to sell it for 40 bucks each. I went and I spoke to every boy in 10th grade. I'm like, I can get you NBA Jam a month before it comes out. You sign up with me. So I, I incorporated, I made this, you know, I, thing. And um, no, I, I, I took it really seriously and I started taking orders and I still have that book. I still have my pad. Oh, very cool. Yes, I still have the pad. How many did you wind up selling? H hundreds. Hundreds <laughs> of copies. And everyone didn't believe me. Like these, you know, the cool kids were like, you're not getting NBA Jam. I'm like, try me, bro. <laughs> I'm like, so, so I started selling it to like the not cool kids. And as soon as they started seeing me come out with NBA Jam the next, you know, the next few days, they're like, I, I, it sold like fucking hotcakes. Yeah. <laughs> Even the teachers went at it. <laughs> the teacher, I sold, I sold one to a teacher because his son was obsessed with NBA Jam. It was Mr. It was just, you gave him Mr. a discount, Jankish. right? I think it was Mr. Jankish. Like, no, fuck that. 
our kids would be arrested. Our kids would be arrested. But I, I had this little like video game racket in high school, and I hope Gary V sees this. You know, like I hope he can but, see you know, this. But listen, you know, there's there's a lot of stories like that. Everybody tried and failed at businesses and stuff like that. We started a business, Genester. Gosh, it was probably when we were in college. You were in college. It I was think right I was when out it was when college. Napster was out. Uh, hence Genester. Oh, Napster. And so Eric Napster. ran into my office and goes, Mike, because we wanted to come up with a clothing company. And he's like, Mike, I did it. I did it. I bought Genester.com. I'm like, oh my God. Go ahead, so tell we, the story. Yeah, we, we bought the domain name Genester.com and we, and you know, I always like making websites. So I found like this e-commerce website that you can make it. And I designed the website. I made the logo. And then we're like, okay, we have to go buy jeans. So we became buyers for jeans and we would go. We, we went, went to, to, we um, went to um, the, where the Intrepid is. There's a, a, um, which a convention we, we center. To, what, what jean company? Did we go to seven? The, did we, did we, we went go? to that convention. We went to the convention, but we also went to some buyers. We, we went in as yep. buyers to, um, yep. to offices and we bought like twenty or $30,000 worth of jeans. <laughs> right and All we right. bought we bought a camera we bought a mannequin yeah and, I remember the and, mannequin, and this yeah. is this is before i was married i was dating sharon and this is before and we broke up right and after this. we didn't sell a pair of jeans no we did i think maybe we sold two. like no i think we sold like five pairs of jeans no like no not it either. wasn't even that much yeah, no it wasn't it wasn't anything i thought it was more than that and we didn't know what we were doing and through the grace of god we put it on biz by we put sale it on biz by sale for, for sale because like we were we were in we were in it for a, a decent amount of money and some girl you mean sell the domain some girl from boston bought it yeah and we broke even yeah we broke even on the investment that we made into it because it was just you know buying the mannequin and making the website that was all nothing and i remember when we sold it to her i'm like okay i'll give you a tutorial on how to use the website and that was after she gave us a certified check and her daddy her daddy gave us a check and stuff like that and um i was showing her the website and, and had a you know, do a new thing. And she's like, what did I just do? Because like really? the, back then it wasn't as easy as it is now. Like it wasn't Shopify. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it was definitely a lot more complicated. And she's like, what did I do? And then I would go periodically and go check com, And then eventually there were never any changes to the website that I made. Right. And then slowly, you know, there was just nothing, nothing left, but I bought a lot of different domain names. I own a ton of domain names. I own com. Um, we, I own, I owned Jeanster.com. Yerk. Y-E-R-K. Y-E-R-Q. You still own them? Y-E-R-Q. What? Right. You still own them? Yeah. Yeah. We own Oakenbros.com, which we are, uh, we're going to be launching with Harvey. So we're. Nice. You left me out. You left me out. You don't do, <laughs> you do website design too, Anthony? I'm sure he can do it. If he, I used to do website design. But you know, like, like. For World of Warcraft. Renaissance man. He can do anything. Joomla. Like, yeah, but like you don't even need to do that. You now. know Joomla, right? Yeah, I used to do websites. Joomla. It sounds like like Bubbla. No, it's just like a, a it's Jewish, just a it's like a, a code. Upload it to your server, and then you link your domain name, and it. I mean, gives so, you like it's so forms. easy now with Wix and like you know BLS. We use this service called LiveSite.com, and uh, for uh, for the website, we're going to use um, you know, what's the uh. WordPress. Our, we're going to use a WordPress site. Are websites obsolete now? Now that apps are so like have taken over. No, I don't think websites are. I don't think they're obsolete. I think they're part of the puzzle. Right. But generally, you know, like we're Oaken Bros, and we don't have a website. And the reason why was because I searched on Google, and I searched Oaken Bros, and the first website that came out was PodServe.fm, and it like just looked cool because it showed a picture of Michael and I, and then it gave like a summary, and it was like Wikipedia-ish. Nice. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, we should probably have a website. So I text Harvey. I'm like, can you make a website? And he's like, yes. 
It's amazing. So you can have all the content, the videos, the history. Nice. Every piece of content that we've ever made is going to be on there. Every LinkedIn clip, every really? everything. It's it's going to be it's going to house every single piece of content. That's incredible. And it, how do we not think of the website? Also, and also, what we're going to do is I'm going to transcribe the podcasts, and we're going to make them into articles, and that'll be good for blog searching and stuff like that. So, That's like this podcast enough. that we're talking about. We'll get hard, you know, we're going to get a, an article made about this podcast. So we were talking about being an introvert. We're going to get an article made about being an introvert mm -hmm. because like that stuff's time consuming, but you can go and pay somebody on five or five bucks to go make an article. Right. And then we'll go and post that online. And then it's just, it's just about getting that reach. And then we can go take that article and then go post it on LinkedIn. Were you, uh, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Do you know what those, do you know what definition is? <laughs> What's the definition? An I got an idea. An introvert <laughs> and an extrovert. Well, an introvert is, I mean, Anthony didn't really know me when I was an introvert per se. Introvert is someone who like holds everything in, who doesn't really, who doesn't put themselves doesn't put the, doesn't Well, put I knew, I knew you guys growing up. I mean, he was a little bit more shy. You were a little bit more. So where do you, where do you fall? Probably like I hold things in, but I learned not to hold it in because you got to. What's up. the point of holding it in? Because you right. never know. I feel that you and Eric have taken a similar path. I think that you are tend to have, tend to have uh, introvert um, characteristics, and I think that you know I love going with you on sales calls or you know meeting new clients because you you're you're cool. You're funny. You're, yeah, you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. You come out. You're very personable. Well, I, I you know I, I'm like like I was David's electronic guy. Any neck new technology now i'm eric me and eric are like that david anthony mix now right when he needs new technology he's like oh let's go buy this test it out we're always looking at new technologies that's, that's what i did with david most of the time 10 minutes was about a driver with no socks and then the next 40 <laughs> minutes was about cameras that was dad yeah man my god move that down because it's a little bit in your shot yeah that's good i love this hat by the way mike Megalodon. I took my son to Monster Jam a few weeks ago and I bought this hat because it had the M on it. But I don't want to be like that guy from remember that movie PCU? You're that guy going to the concert wearing wearing the, the band's name. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy in the podcast uh wearing the M on my head. But Grave know, Digger was uh, my all time favorite. Guess who's guess who's driving Grave Digger now? Because I was obsessed with Grave Digger when I was young. So it's a it's a new driver. It's not gonna be a hundred year old dude. Guess Oof. who's driving Gravedigger? This young, like 20-something-year-old girl. You serious? I swear to God. It was insane. And she was unbelievable. She was unbelievable. I what must they say, were... we're really hitting our audience here. Yeah. <laughs> Monster Jam. <laughs> it was on a whim, too. And the tickets were like 18 bucks a piece. Make sure we make a clip about this, Harvey. Monster Jam. I'm going to send you a video of me and Alex at Monster Jam. The cars, man. We saw the Megalodon do a backflip. It oh. was incredible. You got to exact to that. You have to wear earplugs still, right? Oh, my God. It's so yeah. loud. Zach wants to go see Disney on ice. <laughs> you know what I saw the other day? Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog? Hedgehog? Yeah. It was the first one was a bo like bombed, right? I, I remember it was the first movie. I think it was a TV show, I thought. No, there was a movie that came out. I think it was like Sonic. Let me tell you something. Any movie with Jim Carrey... He was so. Ace Ventura was like uh, my liar, liar. Oh yeah, yeah. But he went back to that. Like he stopped being so serious with his roles. Do you see that Andy Kaufman movie? What was that called? Hey Andy. What was that? Jim Carrey was um right. Man on the Moon, Man on the Moon. But then there was a documentary on Netflix. Right. 
I, I about am, how like deep he went into it or something. He yeah. he played Andy Kaufman the entire time he was on the um uh on set. You know, he was like playing pranks on people. You ever see that? No, I have to check. I want to check Dude, that one out. What are you doing on Saturday nights? Are you making babies yet? You got to make us uncles. <laughs> uncle Mike and Uncle Eric. We're uncles already, but like we want to become an uncle to you. To your yeah, kids. It's in, it's in the plans. All right, good. <laughs> good. It's about time. I, I did the podcast so that now I can work on the, the babies. This is what you waited for. <laughs> Honey, I'm done with the podcast. We can start making babies now. Everyone's busy doing their own thing. You're not kidding. What are you doing on your phone? What are you posting now? I told Jen I'm in a podcast and she keeps texting me. Does your wife text you all the day? All day? No, she, she, when she, she wants like, to buy something, yeah. she'll start texting me. Yeah. How are you doing? Want me to make you lunch? Yeah. And then, by the way, there's shipment at coming to your job and it's like big Bloomingdale's box with like three jackets. Like, what do you need three jackets for? What does your wife do? Uh, she works for Frata. It's a luxury bedding company, which her shop is inside of Bloomingdale. So it's like a woman's dream. Really? She's like, just shops. Really? And works. <laughs> does she love to shop? Yeah, what woman doesn't like to shop? My wife, Sharon, can sit in a mall, can go to a mall and just be there the entire day where I will get nauseous after 15 minutes. She does all the Christmas shopping in, in Bloomingdale. Just, I can't. Sharon calls it therapeutic. No. <laughs> Quotes. She goes, it's therapy for me to go to a mall. And I think that's great. I think everyone should have their own therapy. Mine is writing or playing golf with Eric. Shopping for me. Oh my God. I'm in. I can't. I, I, I'll rather Amazon than go to a store. Oh, my wife yeah. wants to go to a store, feel the material. You know who loves to shop? Eric. It's my, it's my therapy. It's my therapy. That's Mr. Amazon. Your, your wife doesn't like to shop, right? She likes to shop, but she's more of like in and out. She, she knows what she wants. She's going to go in. She's going to buy it. And she's going to leave. Right. She's not, you know, the type that'll sit in a department store all day. Are you an Amazon guy? Yeah. All day. Yeah. It's like the Oscars is about Amazon, Netflix now. You notice like every joke is Netflix or Amazon. Amazon can do whatever they want. Amazon has every right to do whatever he they want. They change. Like, I don't feel that way about Facebook. You know, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they can all go away tomorrow. And I think society and life will, will be fine. And life will be fine. Life will continue to flourish. If Amazon closes. If Amazon closes. Um, or if Microsoft, Amazon, Microsoft, Google, these things are needed in daily life. So the question is, is Apple needed? A hundred and hundred. I mean, or well, a person doesn't Apple. have an Apple. But, uh, but like, like they changed humanity. Could how you have like another smartphone though? You know what I mean? Like, like no doubt they're the most successful company of all time, but like they changed you, the course but, of humanity. But like you like, could, but you, but before Apple, like. You, there were other cell phones. There were other smartphones. You guys were big into the Blackberry. No, no, Motorola HTC, razors. Incredible. The razors were awesome. We had, we had the incredible, the HTC incredible. I had a litany of phones, and and they were all great. And I loved every one of my phones. Um, but just jumping back to social media, I know this is so anti Gary V of what he no, says. No, no, no. He 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 agreed. All, all Gary V talks about is he just wants to be where the attention is, and when that was direct mail. That's where he was putting his, his, his marketing his energy, dollars. He, he right. has no um, loyalty to any one brand. He just wants to go over the eyeballs are wherever people are. So that's why he's huge on all these platforms. But yeah, on, generally, life will yeah. exist without Social any one of these platforms. I don't think life would be the same without Microsoft, Amazon, Hun, a, a, Google, Apple, and, and Google. I, and I mean, Apple. When somebody asks yeah. you something, you're always on Google, but... Look at Those Google. things like have so. They have. I'm like Google. They have like leveled up our 
our evolution. Those, but not those only companies. that, I feel like it just changed education so much. Yes. Where, you know, why do we have to memorize anything anymore? Yeah. You know, anything I, you want to know, anything you want to learn about, if you see something interesting on TV, you know, also is incredible. And I also think that's part of the Google um, evolution. I want, I want to YouTube. try something. I yeah, want, YouTube I want to try something. Hey, Siri, play the podcast, Oaken Bros. So we're on Siri too. So how do you like that? And look that's at that. She spells your name wrong. She goes Lapreet and she calls us Ocone. But like Ocone. that's, that's, li that's <laughs> and you're afforded. That's unbelievable that you can ask Siri to, to play, play our pod podcast. And right. my guess is you can ask Alexa too. Yeah, I do that for the lights in the house. That's Amazon and that's Apple. Yeah. I'm, I'm 40. I'm going to be 42 in May. I'm still not on Facebook. I'm still not on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. But to me, it's just a scrolling thing to learn about diet and health. I don't have YouTube is pretty essential. YouTube is it's, essential. And I said that with it's part of the Google thing. Right? And Google owns it, it like learns you because when we started yeah. talking about podcasts, every time I go to YouTube, there's new podcast, there's like new podcast right. equipment. And then it's like, why didn't I think of that one? They always want you to get the next level. Like it's the weird. That's the problem that I have with YouTube is that if I type in drum solos by Danny Carey of tool, who's my hero, like then the next day, it's just going to be a million uploads on you know on, yeah. uh, on drum solos like all right i just wanted to see what danny carey was doing i don't need to see what you know what this guy was doing from the 70s i'm not in i'm not interested yeah well you know but then it'll, but youtube it'll, it is, just learns as you go but yeah youtube as you a can, learning tool you can, you can learn how to tie a boat i i was gonna say i learned, I learned the podcast i learned yeah. to cook right like sometimes i cook my wife's like how did you know how to cook on went YouTube. to youtube yeah right i learned how to bake a steak so with that, with that with that in mind why do why do why are we giving our children tests? Hmm? Uh, that silence. When, when, when you when you when you can very easily just go on Siri and Learn find something. out when the Declaration of Independence was signed, right? Like, you know that information is so easily accessible now. You don't have to memorize that. The same thing with math. The same thing with those types of things. I understand if you want to go to school to become a lawyer, doctor, accountant, to get a license in something. Yeah. And and obviously the basics are important, rudimentary math, and um, and reading and writing. I want to tell you a quick story that happened to my son last week. He had a uh, he has a tutor um, that goes over his schoolwork with him. It comes to the house. His it, it's actually his fifth grade teacher, Miss Orfano. She's incredible. He um, he says my math teacher wants me to do it like this. And the tutor says, don't do it like that. Do it like this. Mm -hmm. And he says, well, you don't understand. I have to do it like this. Otherwise, I'm going to go to, um, it's not a detention, but it's called a workshop during lunch that you have to go if you're not doing what the teacher wants. It's no longer detention. It's called a workshop. workshop. Right? <laughs> this is what George Carlin calls euphemisms, that it's, it's no longer shell shock. It's post-traumatic stress disorder. So, um, so Alex said, okay, so he did it like his like, tutor so told him. That, that's what happens when millennials take over education. Right. They make euphemisms into, you know, into whatever. So, so he, um, so he did it and he, and so the teacher said, she's like, I'm giving you an F for this. You didn't do it the way I wanted you to do it. You have to come back to workshop. And he was like pissed, you know, yeah, like yeah. he came home. He's like, yeah, I want to have lunch with my friends. We, you know, we were talking about this new Fortnite skin or whatever. And, um, he's like, I had to go to workshop, which is detention. <laughs> <laughs> for math, right? And he had to redo it. He had to show. And he knew how to do it. He knew how to do the first part of it. And 
this goes in line with what you're saying. This math teacher wants it done this way, but he still came with the same answer. It still added up to four at the end. Yeah, and he got at workshop. <laughs> and, and you didn't do it the way I wanted you to do it. Now, in the grand scheme of things, this one lesson that he learned is not going to be affected. How old are you? 32? 37. 37. I was thinking young. You look so young. What do you, I, I what don't do you drink? Me and David bought this thing online. It's been working for me. <laughs> Seriously. Um, it, I, and it's not bashing education. I respect all teachers no, and, and what they do. No, I think education is extraordinarily important. I, but I think the way... But the kid gave... what the, you're teaching, how you're teaching the kids. Right. The kid and, gave but, the right answer. Not only that, you know, I was in resource room. I was in special ed. Because you don't I was, want to do the work. No, but it's not about that. I was beaten down to a pulp right. that I, that I never, that, that, I ha, that I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to conform. I wasn't able to, to learn the way the other kids were learning. And my confidence was completely destroyed. And that goes back to what, why maybe that's why I was an introvert, because I felt that I was never worthy of that whatever was going on inside my head. I didn't know how. You know, I didn't know if I was ever smart. And education can do that to a person who's not book smart and they can completely destroy them instead of putting them in situations where they're going to succeed. And like, what happens if I was put, instead of academically pushed towards things, what happens if I was academically pushed towards other, you know, other topics, but it, it, it was constantly forced down my throat. And for a long time, my confidence was just in the toilet. Yep. because I wasn't able to, to succeed at school. I couldn't learn. I can't memorize. I can't take a test. And it took a long time for me to go and, and see that you don't need school to succeed. And I wish I was as confident as Gary Vaynerchuk was because he was getting he dropped Fs. Out, he, right? was getting, he didn't drop out, but he was getting Fs and he was getting Ds. Did he go to college? But Yeah. But the way he was saying it was that he knew all along he didn't need it. I didn't know all along I didn't need it. Because, you know, education was put up on such a pedestal that if you're not going to be good in school, you're not going to be good. Yeah, you're not going to be, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to get a good job. But there's plenty of people with bachelor's, master's that are going nowhere. Yes. I think in school, they should just teach you the basics, teach you how to get along with others, and teach you technology. Because you learn more on YouTube than the teacher will teach the only you. Thing, the only thing a master's has given me is more respect by very educated people. When I tell a barber... No offense to barbers. I love my guys at Gold Coast. But when I tell a barber I have a master's, they're like, yo, do you see what Trump did today? Okay. If I tell a lawyer mm -hmm. that I have a master's, they go, really? Or if I tell a doctor I have a master's, they're like, wow, where'd you get your master's and what was it in? Like, they're fascinated by that. So I think th there's, there's tiers, like there's levels that some people just don't give a shit about education. And these guys at Gold Coast Barber don't have that master's but education, but they're rolling in fucking hell. You, you watch the YouTube and you learn stuff from YouTube? like Every, every single day many, of my life, how many, I'm on YouTube. How many people's lives were completely stunted because they were, because they were told that they're not good at school? And they were given Tons. no... And they, and they, Dad, and our father. Luckily... Well, it wasn't stunted. He he just he, said, fuck you to the said, system. Yeah, he said, fuck it. I'm going to go do it on my own. And he, our father couldn't read and write English. And look where he. he and, and he built this big, beautiful business and had hundreds of employees. And, and he put and, food on tables. And, you know, and, like, and it's so, it's so disheartening that the system didn't respect that. But the internet is the great equalizer. 
and it's 100%. giving it's it's for for a long time you know kids that weren't smart were in the dark ages and they were they were pushed to the side the kids that were autistic the kids that could, amount that, anything that couldn't like. learn you right. go to that special class and you, you just go, stay you, there all day exactly and, exactly and there yep. were, there is no expectations that they're going to be out in the world contributing in any any meaningful way and the internet is changing that gary v is changing that i want to be part of that change my daughter's in resource room my daughter has learning issues and i'm confident that when she's 25 she'll be able to succeed because you do not need an education to, to succeed yeah. you know you can be you can do what you need to do and it's just yeah it, it breaks my heart because it brings me right back to where i was in the ninth grade yeah i felt that way i was always pushed but then i went to sports sports was my google was my youtube right i joined football so when every time i went to detention the detention teacher was my football coach so i would just talk about football right so football was my youtube and baseball and track right and that's how I got through because then they would put me in the BOCES class. I went to BOCES in Levittown. I was doing flower classes just because I couldn't do math. They put me in a flower shop. But you know what? <laughs> that's that's actually pretty practical. That 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 that, that, that you know, like th those BOCES types programs are it, it's good. And, and but that that should be the main education. And like kids should be able to follow their passions. They should be able, like, what's a guidance counselor good for if they just keep trying to put you into the square box that everyone else needs to be put into? My, my son comes home every day and says, when am I going to need this math lesson in real life? How am I going to use this? Yeah, math? When have we went to any, how am I going to use this math lesson at BLS? The only thing they're doing is teaching people how to become teachers. So anyone who wants to be a teacher or memorize can, teach things. The, can teach the same exact thing that this teacher's teaching that has no bearing on life. Maybe it does help with problem, problem solving, okay? But, but there should be a class on problem solving and it should be reading instructions right. and how to put things together. That's so much more valuable to a 12-year-old yes. than learning how to do math. There should be a class on podcasting. There should be, a, you know, there should be public speaking. Those are the electives and those should be the core of what we're teaching these children 100%, every single day. 100%. 100%. Where, where you have to create a podcast, like podcasting 101 should be in the ninth grade and you should have an engineer and you should have the hosts and you should have the lighting person and you should have the camera person and you should give these kids because this is where it's going. It's not where it is. This is where it's going. Everybody can literally be a videographer because of their iPhone now because of TikTok, you can become TikTok famous and you can start advertising. You can have hot sauces being advertised. This is, this is fat kid on tiktok and he has speech he has a speech problem you can clearly see it is that the guy joseph he's jesse he's, he's fat and no but and what he does he he eats food mm -hmm. and he and all he does is he's like pellegrino he drinks it and then he eats a piece of chicken and then he, he has a flaming hot cheeto and then he's getting views because it's funny he's getting more views he's getting more views and then all of a sudden you see and he's like uh hot sauce on my flaming hot cheetos He's like, you should buy this hot sauce. He's literally making money from that. And you can, you can see from 100 miles away that this kid had nothing. And right. he had nothing in school. And he was pushed aside because he's ugly, because he's fat. And he was, never, he was never given a fucking <clears throat> chance. And now the internet is a great equalizer. And, and they're just holding on to the education. And it's such a fucking shame. Education's important. But the, the way education is working is, is there just, should be, such a shame. There should be an interview with every single child when they get to middle school or high school and saying, what do you like? Seriously, what, when what do you ever like? went to a meeting and they were like, 
Michael, I know you own this big limousine company. What's the square root of 10? Right. Exactly. Right. It's That's about exactly. personality. We have to, we if, have to if know. My son, if my son was had this interview in the, in the program, he would say, I like podcasting, I like drawing, mm -hmm. and I like art. And he likes video games. And he likes video games. So what we're going to do is we're going to tailor a program to you. We're going we're gonna to have podcasting from 9 to 11. Mm -hmm. We're going to have art with lunch from 11 to 1. And from 1 to 3, we're going to do um, uh, a drawing or a vi video game design. How was he doing with his podcast? With his, I remember we got him a few things. Was he was he just, he's just Mr. Call of Duty boy. He's just, <laughs> he's Mr. He watches Mr. Fruit the minute he gets home. Is he better than you? He's very, very good. He's, he is, I'm so proud of my son, the way he, he plays you, video yeah, games. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, he's, he should be better than us. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, you can make a lot of money with video you games. You can. Yes. You totally can. And, you know, if, if I didn't have, if I wasn't doing BLS, I would 100% be streaming video games. Right. They have this big event for World of Warcraft, World, uh, Race to World First. Like, they come out with a new boss and the first guild to kill it makes all this money. Really? It's just ridiculous. I, I love. But beyond that. Uh, it's not even you you can be a player but there's so much more you can start a website talking about it yeah, and there, there's gonna be a million people that are gonna be interested in that right and that's incredibly cool but they want everyone to be doctors lawyers accountants it's such a shame the world needs that though eric 100 percent. but don't feel that you're not worthy that you're not worthy if right. you can't right I, so, I couldn't have said that any better. You I know, have said and that. you know, it was it was disheartening when you know, because I didn't I didn't have the confidence. You know, I didn't gain this confidence till a short time ago, and it was because of the internet. And it, it was when Dad passed. Yeah, yeah. It was when Dad passed. You came out of your show when Dad passed, but then yeah. I noticed when you first started doing videos, you were you know you were like Michael Wood, yeah. And then now you're you get you could see if you uh, watch the first energy, podcast er, Eric, and now you could see it. Eric has. Eric and I are kindred spirits. Eric can watch me and then feed off of what I'm doing. And I'll never forget that first thing we did in our office where he's like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know. You see, he's on like Yogi Bear. I don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I would, I, said, I would start sitting down and like I'd be, I'd be driving into work in my car. I'm like, all right, I'm going to record today. I'm going to sit down in front of a camera. We sat in front of that first camera. We turned it on. And I was like, this is what we got to talk about. You got, you and Eric's like frozen like a statue. Then he shuts off. He's like, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, put it on again and start talking with me. I, and that's and that's what it was. Sat down right next to me. Yeah. That's what it was. I sat down right. Hold on. I, went, I sat down right next to Eric, and I said, "Put on the fucking camera and let's talk yeah, like we Harvey, talk at po night." Post up one of those videos that are saved in Dropbox of the old time ones. Our our driver that drove us in Chicago, who's a lovely guy. Big shout out to Mahmoud. He said, "Don't come to Chicago between the months of November and March because it is absolutely freezing. It snows all the time, and the weather is horrendous." They're going to put self-driving cars in that in Chicago. It will never work. No, you know, I think you cannot discount what a human actually does and the decisions that we make while we're driving a car. Yeah. But you should do like those, a progression, like the first video till now, like you'll just see yeah. yourself grow. Those videos, I literally just sat next to Eric and I said, talk to me, talk to me. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk like we talk at night before, before we go to bed. Every night, Eric and I talk. And that's this podcast. And, but that's what it evolved to. And then out of nowhere, he started, oh, now I know what I want to say. Yep. The, the day you called me, he's like, do you know how to do podcasts? What made you say to yourself, oh, I want to do a podcast? Like, it was was it Gary V or was yeah. it just? I said to Eric, we got to do a podcast. We got to turn dad's office into a studio. <laughs> he called me. He's like, I'm taking full responsibility for this. He's like, you know how to do podcasts? Eric did, Eric did the content. Eric did the first camera for us 
I didn't, I wouldn't know what to do. No, I said we should do a podcast. Well, well, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to start creating content and I knew that's where we had to go. I just, I just knew that, you know, we had to be faces, you know, the first name, the first person that pops in my head is not Gary V it's Richard Branson because he was a celebrity CEO before there was any type of celebrity CEO when he was starting Virgin Airlines and doing all that type of stuff. He was a celebrity and CEO. And that's what we're doing with, and, with BLS. And that was, that was what was in my mind when I'm like, there, there, there's the playbook. And fortunately, Gary Vee put out the playbook on how to do it and what to do because it was some, you know, it always seemed like some type of secret society. No, it's just hard work. It's just putting yourself out there. It's just putting out content. And it's never going to go away. We're always going to be. Yes. I'm part of this. It's going to be out there I couldn't, for generations. I couldn't be doing it without you because I couldn't have set up all these wires and, you know, and all that stuff. You are the reason why we had this. You were so integral. Anthony. We should, we should uh, give away the keyboard on this podcast. That's a contest. <laughs> a contest First person to leave a lot of comments down below. We'll get the gaming keyboard. The DS420 MSI gaming keyboard. It lights up. All right. So next <laughs> week. So when are you leaving for Vegas? Today is Wednesday. When are you leaving for Vegas? Sunday with Vinny. What time? What time's your flight? I think it's six. So I'm going to bring a booster seat with me. He's the best flying mate. He just sleeps. Really? So you don't got to worry about talking. He just. Yeah, he flights at 6 p.m., right? Yeah. We get to oh, Vegas like nine ish. Oh, so they're not going to be there during the day. No. No, no, no. Oh, I thought it was 6 a.m. And then we were our flights at like five. 6 a.m. on Monday. 6 a.m. What, what, what time does the limo show begin? Like, 2 p.m. on um, Monday. It's, it starts on Sunday, but it's like kind of workshops and stuff. The show floor doesn't open up till Monday. 2 p.m. Something like that. Oh, so I could go to the Vegas office and fix yeah. the cameras. All right. Yeah, you know, you definitely have time. Yeah. That was a great podcast, guys. Thank you for coming on again, Anthony. And going to go to Vegas. I'm so excited. My favorite city in the this world. This will be launching on Monday when we're in Vegas. Hello so. to everyone at the limo show who's watching this live right now. If you're camera shy, run away. Oh, man. We're going <laughs> to walk up to everyone. Sex with furniture. What do you think? <laughs> Sex with furniture. <laughs> what do you think? I love that. That was one of your funniest lines. Peace out, everyone. Like, subscribe, share. And leave comments down below. Later, guys. Bye.